If imposter syndrome and self-doubt are holding you back from unlocking your ideal career, head over to fasttracktofearless.com. Podcast listeners get a special 20% discount on all my courses and resources by using the code POD20 at checkout. Hello and welcome to Fast Track to Fearless with me, Tracy Forsyth. If you struggle with perfectionism, you might find today's coaching corner useful. We're finding out how to be perfectly imperfect. I um, know many perfectionists have been a perfectionist. And when I work with clients, the, the issue of perfectionism comes up again and again and again. And it causes two things, really. One of which being a perfectionist, I think, can really, really help in a certain certain number of ways. It can make you uh, always strive to achieve, always try to do your best. It can make you somebody who is um, who challenges yourself, who reaches for goals, who is never happy with anything other than the very, very best that you can deliver. So all of that can can lead to people being extremely successful and delivering amazing work. But the other part of that, the flip side of that, is that often people who are perfectionists are incredibly self-critical, incredibly um, hard on themselves, and regularly beat themselves up if they shortfall of perfection. And as we know that actually, you know, perfection is, is is really, really hard. And even I think one of the traits of perfectionists is that even if they deliver something that's perfect, they may have a momentary fleeting a bit of satisfaction, but then it's gone and they're on to the next thing. And also, I think, you know, if you're a perfectionist, even if you deliver something that's perfect, there's still something, you know, you could have 99 people say to you, that's amazing. And if one person's like, "Mm," you know, you immediately focus on that one, one little thing. What I found useful with with people and with myself is, is partly kind of reframing what it means to be perfect and the benefits of imperfection or not being perfect. So what are they? So I think the very first one is that not being perfect and not doing things absolutely 100% perfect just means that you have space to grow. You have space to develop. You know, one of the things that I've realized recently or, or kind of articulated is that I think development or failure is just development in disguise. So being perfect or being imperfect and reframing it is just thinking, well, you know, um, not being perfect at everything just means I've got room to grow. I've got new skills to learn. I've got new things to achieve. There's space there. And I think most perfectionists that I know, they love to learn. They love to conquer. They love to stretch themselves. So, you know, one way of just reframing Being imperfect is by thinking, you know what, by being imperfect, I have given myself space to grow. It's just reminding me of when we used to go to school and um, go for school shoe fittings and the lady or the man in the school shoe shop or Clark's or wherever it was, used to make sure that you had a massive thumbs distance between the top of your toes and the top of those shoes because they needed space to grow. So being imperfect is just allowing yourself that space to grow. 
The other thing is that not being perfect or a way of reframing not being perfect is that it allows other people to shine. It allows space for you to say, I don't know everything, but what do you know? So I'm thinking particularly in teams and particularly as a leader, often leaders get to their position and they can't possibly know everything. They may be leading other people and other divisions that they don't have 20 years experience in. So they cannot possibly know everything. But them not knowing anything, if you're going to try and be a perfect and try and swat up on 20 years legal experience that you don't have in a couple of months, well, good luck, you know. I think the other way of reframing that is by by thinking, well, you know what, me not being perfect and knowing everything just gives other people a, a chance to shine and step up and talk about what their specialism is and lead the way. So two things there, you know, like one it is um, giving yourself that that space to grow when when you are struggling how to with not being perfect. It's like thinking, well, actually, you know, I also love to grow. I love to learn. I love to achieve new skills. So this bit is just me being able to do that, being able to grow into my school shoes without discomfort. And secondly, is that, you know, me not being perfect at everything allows other people to shine and be perfect in in whatever section they're in. So if that sounds a bit easy, easy for me to say, then I've got some practical steps that I think might help. So most of the perfectionists that I know, if you ask them, what are your skills, talents and achievements would be really, really stumped because they've never stopped to really acknowledge them. They're too busy berating themselves for not being perfect and looking at what they haven't got that they've never really stopped to think about actually what do I have what am I already you know actually perfect at they're always thinking about the next thing so the very first step is to stop acknowledge and write down and own the skills the talents and the achievements that you already have what are your skills your talents and achievements so once you've written them down I want you to acknowledge them and own them so that the next time you're thinking, oh, God, you know, I haven't done this and la, 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 I'm not perfect at that. You can stop and go, well, hang on a minute. I am the proud owner of this skill, these talents and these achievements. So just really, really own those what you've got. Don't just dismiss it and look at the glass half empty. And then the other bit is, you know, I mean, we, you know, most perfectionists, Part of it drives them, drives them to to newer and bigger things. But if there is a gap there, if it's like, okay, well, I'm not perfect at this. I've made a mistake. Own the development gap. You know, in the olden days, people used to call it in HR talk. I think it was strengths and weaknesses. And now we call it strengths and development areas. But it's true. It is a positive reframe of a weakness. It is a development area. And if you are a perfectionist, you know, there's nothing weak about you, you know, you are going to develop. But instead of kind of like beating yourself up and berating yourself for not being perfect, really take a hard, good look at what those development areas are. So if you weren't perfect at something, look at what the gap is. What are the skills, the talents, the achievements that you still have to get? So really get clear on that, get clarity about what that is and then put things into action. If you are not perfect at such and such and you've you've made a mistake and feeling awful, then do something about it. Name it. Name what the development area is. Own it. And by owning it, that means coming up with a plan, coming up with actions to close that development gap. 
So, yeah, so two things really is that in order to be perfectly imperfect, reframe it and think, well, one, it's just space for me to grow and develop and learn. And the second thing is if I'm in a big team, okay, me not being perfect, everything means a great chance for other people to shine. And then in terms of actions, it's really make sure you you understand, acknowledge and own your own skills, your talents and achievements, because too easy for us to wander, wander around berating ourselves and beating ourselves up. One of the things that I think stops that is going, well, hang on a minute. I am this, this and this inner critic. Let's let's cut me some slack here. And then the second thing is to if there is that gap, if you are a true perfectionist and you're never going to you're never going to kind of get that out of your system, then then be perfect about tending to your development needs. And if anybody's got that kind of inner critic, perfectionist, little Miss Perfect or little Mr. Perfect, Mr. Know-it-all, then redirect them and say, okay, little Miss Perfect, Mr. Know-it-all, what I need you to do is know it all about how I'm going to, how am I going to close this gap? And little Miss Perfect, you know, what I need you to do is just write down a list of our development needs and, and help me figure out some actions. Thanks for joining me in the Coaching Corner. I'm Tracy Forsyth. Next episode, I'll be teaching you how and why to think like a dinosaur. In the meantime, if you have a question you'd like me to tackle, get in touch at fasttracktofearless.com. And remember, you can get a 20% discount on the website by using the code POD20. This podcast is produced by OG Podcasts. Find out more at ogpodcasts.co.uk.